I record this while I'm babysitting and staring at the ocean. So let's talk about water. This is Monday mysticism. What's the mysticism of water? Specifically, an ocean. Well, what does an ocean have? An ocean has an entire universe inside of it. The Talmud tells us whatever there is on the dry land is in the sea. The only difference is for the human being, I don't see it. I just see an ocean. I don't see the entire universe, mountains and valleys and gorgeous um, coral reefs and everything, unless I go into it. But on planet Earth, I could see pretty much anything. Whatever I, you know, if I'm there, I see it. An ocean, on the other hand, I only see the surface. So an ocean symbolizes mystically the world that we think we see, but we don't actually see. Like, you, you know, I think I see the ocean. If, I, if you ask a little child what's there at the sea, they'll tell you there's an ocean. Is there anything in the ocean? No, maybe a few whales that jump up once in a while. But what do you mean? There's an entire universe there. There's incredible depths. We, we know more about outer space than we know about the depth of our oceans. Yes, but I don't see it, so it's not real. So it's the same thing. It's the same thing with spirituality. I look at this world, I only see physical. I don't see angels, I don't see souls. You know, I was reading a book yesterday, um, written by a self-declared atheist, a Jew, um, who has atheist ideologies. I'm sure you've read, or maybe heard of him, Yuval Noah Harari. Um, It was quite interesting to see, like, you know, somebody extremely intellectual, uh, no, but I cannot doubt his intellectual rigor. Um, I've already read one of his other books. This is the most recent book. I think he wrote 21 Lessons for 21st Century Living. And I decided to come with an open mind. Obviously, you know, it's it's kind of hard for a believer to to sit there fully relinquishing their belief. But I, I told myself, okay, even if he says things which... Or come across as a bit offensive. Um, let me just listen. Let me just, you know, accept it. And in, not necessarily accept his opinion, but allow myself the open mind to hear his ideas and then ask myself honestly what I say about them. And it's a topic for another time. I wouldn't mind even doing a course one day to, to unpack his 21 lessons, some of which I agree and some of, one, some of which I vehemently disagree. But at the core of it was a deep rationalism about life, that life is exactly what you see. And any mystical element, any spiritual identity, anything beyond the here and now, even emotions are simply biology. Everything is straight out um, particles, DNA. Everything's explainable within a very logical, mathematical, biological world. And... He somehow finds contentment in that, and he'll argue that he's just taking logic where it goes. And I hear it, and I appreciate it, although I I do wish he spoke a little nicer about people who are religious. It's not as if they're the world's biggest idiots, but he's entitled to say what he wants. I'm not going to bash atheists that way. Um, But what I would say is, okay, but you can never prove me that all there is is this. You, you, you might have a strong argument that I can't prove you that there isn't a different reality, but you cannot prove me that it doesn't exist. That's a famous conversation about God. You cannot prove 100% he exists, and you cannot prove he doesn't exist. How could you prove something doesn't exist? No matter what proof you'll bring me, it could still be God's plan. 
So, personally, I think there's very strong proofs for God's existence, but ultimately, I can't prove God's existence the way it's it's easy for me to prove that right now I'm sitting next to my um, 11-month-old gorgeous girl who's sitting and singing, uh, humming songs. I could just, I could show that to you. I can't show you God. But the idea of godliness is very much just one step deeper than the rational mind. And if a person's willing to believe, which I don't, I, I, personally, I believe that he, that every person believes. Otherwise, it's very hard to justify why to go through another day. Um, some of his arguments, for example, that the whole point of life is just to alleviate suffering, and that's the be-all and end-all of life. I find that a very uh, cheap shot and an easy way to get out of the tough questions of life. But again, he'll say he's being rational. And he's right. He's, he's being rational. But there's a difference between the ocean and dry land. The ocean tells you that there's much more. Just because what you see is, is X amount, and just because you have an IQ of 150, does not mean you see the be-all and end-all of reality. We could argue about what's in the ocean, but until you've taken a dive into the ocean and see the ocean for yourself and really gotten to know the universe beneath, your opinion's as valid as anybody else's. So, that's the spirituality of ocean. And my five-minute analysis of the book 21 Lessons for 21st Century. What are your thoughts? Have a great day.